morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to the Coffees On Podcast, your new source for entertainment while you enjoy one of Earth's beautiful creations. Whether you're starting your day when the sun is up or down, we're here to help get you going. When the pandemic struck and forced us into quarantine, we didn't know when something as easy as grabbing a cup of joe with friends was going to be an option again. So, we made an adjustment. Instead of going out to coffee, we invited our friends to join us remotely. Now, we're extending that invite to you. So join our live stream every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 10 a.m. Central, on Twitter, Facebook, Twitch, or YouTube, and be a part of our small but growing family. And if you can't catch the live stream, no worries, we got you covered. Catch up with what you missed from your new favorite source of caffeinated entertainment right here. I'm Marco Marquez. And I'm Armand Alessani. And this is Coffee's On with Marco and Armand. We can ask the Coffee's On census if it's time for Armand to get rid of his lanyard. What? <laughs> test. It probably is. Test, test. Okay, there we go. Well, I don't. I, I have no. I I got rid. I stopped using the lanyards, like, in high, but obviously, it's, I didn't like the lanyards. I like having just. You know, I think I think lanyard. I want to get a small thing though, kind of like what you have. I was wondering if I could get one that has a uh, bottle opener on the other side. Right. I actually really like having a bottle opener. See, I just I I I got my first lanyard my freshman year of high school, so like I wasn't using it for keys. I was using it for my student ID. But even then, it was still getting caught in doors and stuff. And so I knew early on, I was like, I didn't want that. It's annoying. So that's when I got the mini one. Did you hear about the news that dug up on um, – oh, what's the Spurs coach name? Uh, I can't think of his name right now. Greg Popovich. Did you hear about the news on him? I just wouldn't expect this from a five-time NBA championship head coach. You know what I mean? He once coached a not-so-good Division three team. Uh. You dingle brain. They lost 99 it. straight games when he was a head coach. Pomona Pitzer? Yep. Pomona Pitzer. So what did he do there that caught the eye? Of- he said, I have no idea. I was gonna- <laughs> but I liked it. It's like someone went digging up on Greg Popovich, and it's some bad stuff. It's, he's a, he, he coached a team that lost 99 straight games in Division Three basketball. And then he... He led them to their first outright title in 68 years. It's just crazy. He went somewhat to, in, in the LA oh. Times write-up. Uh, there's a quote in there. It says, Greg went through point guards the way most of us go through toilet paper. <laughs> oh, my. I think that's pretty funny. You know, I don't know. That surprised me. But he took a year off, I guess. Mm. So he could... Uh, he became a disciple. It does, Raj. It really does. He became a disciple and later a close friend of... Oh, thank you. Thank you, guys. You guys are too nice. Uh, disciple and close friend of head coach Larry Brown at the University <laughs> of Kansas. But uh, you know what's kind of cool about that? Hmm. I'm not trying to put it on Kansas, even though I will. Um, he took that year of off to be a volunteer assistant. Yeah. Um, and... He joined, and then when Brown went to San Antonio Spurs to be a coach, he was joined on that staff with uh, R.C. Buford, mm-hmm. Alvin Gentry, Ed Manning. I'm just reading these guys. Well, you know who R.C. Buford is now? Was, not, not only just best friend, one of the uh, groomsmen at Bill Self's wedding, or vice versa. That's who he is? Or is there He's more to it? a former Kansas guy. He's the... Gotcha. Um, GM, he's sorry, the CEO of the Spurs right now. Mm. And he was the last GM. Or he was GM, now he's, uh, what did I say, CEO? Mm-mm. I got more headlines for it for you. Here we go. Sorry, I was going off. No, oh, no, no, it's fine. You went, you oh, went deeper oh. into the topic. I like it. Oh, what guys, is this? So, remember yesterday I sent you guys that tweet about Bo Burnham yeah, and I, I love uh, that. Larry Bird? That was crazy. In the new HBO series that's supposed to be debuted in 2022. Well, they have the rest of the cast, um, some mo- some of the supporting cast, but the, they got okay. Magic Johnson casted. Who's Magic Johnson? It's Quincy Isaiah. I haven't heard be- him before. If you look him up on Google, this this already will be one of his top like things that he's a yeah. part of, one of the top projects. He was in a coffee 
something coffee so you're related. saying we can <laughs> okay and we have to go get headshots done and like go take and we had we had, we had to hit up our guy clayton in la and <laughs> corporate coffee go through some go through some acting training but yeah so but here's the rest of the cast and this is where it gets kind of like star studded a little bit solomon okay. hughes is going to be kareem abdul jabbar Jason Clark, I'll show you the picture so you can recognize the face. Jason Clark is going to be Jerry West. Wow. Adrian Brody is going to play Pat Riley. What? The former, the Thane from the original Fantastic Four, uh, Michael Cheeklis. I mean, what was his name? He's going to play Red Arbach. Yeah. Who is the Celtics head coach. Mm Mm-hmm. John C. Riley is going to play Jerry Buss, the late Jerry Buss. My name got everyone. Sally Field will star as Jerry's mother, Jessie Buss. Um, Spencer Garrett, which he w- had a role in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but I don't recognize the face. He's going to be the longtime Lakers broadcaster, Chick Hearn. And then Jason Siegel is going to play Lakers assistant, Whoa, Paul Weston. They, they got some. They got some people. HBO man, always knocking out, knocking it out. So this is their kind. Of, I think this is their first project of the of kind of the Lakers and Celtics rivalry from the '80s. We've seen the ESPN Thirty for Thirties. They had a four part series of it but now hbo is casting their own for their project that's set to drop in 2022 they got someone as donald sterling i recognize him kirk boville i just recognize the face mm. we've, we've seen him in things there we go he was in vice um but uh i've seen i feel like we've seen him in other things he's a recognizable face yeah you see him somewhere he's the gun shop customer in training day mm. <laughs> Sorry, I thought when you said Bo Burnham as uh, Larry Bird. Yeah. I just thought that's kind of... Oh, no. I, I, I was very unexpected. No, I... Pat Riley. And I think it's funny that that's... Jerry the, West. That's the first tweet we saw, I, I think I saw, related to the series. And it's out of all the people to play Larry Bird, Bo Burnham. I so can... Little Nas X dropped a new music video tonight, today. Okay, yeah. It's called Montero. And it may become the next WAP for the side that likes to talk about uh oh someone's at the door yeah terrell didn't take his key with him i saw a tweet oh, shoot. no you're all right i saw a tweet but uh but uh well um i saw a tweet about it um but uh yeah he he um dances with the say he he he, he, he seduces quote seduces satan in the music video by giving him a lap dance um, and goes down into hell on a stripper pole. What? So be looking for <laughs> be looking for the news people to be talking about that one in the near future. It's kind of I got no problem with an artist expressing the, their creativity through however they want to. I'm all good with it. I never had heard the song until just now when I watched the music video. Hey, I'm off work. Let's see. I had oh okay. Um, Heinz dropped some new sauces. I'm going to see if you would want to try them. Would you try this one called Hans, hot sauce and ranch? Yeah, I tried. I could make that, but I tried. We've, <laughs> yeah. I, I know I we could make it. I know. I know we could make it. I tried. That's so bad. Um, this one, the next one's called wasabi aioli, which is a garlic aioli with wasabi sauce. Garlic aioli with this. Yeah, with I would try that. No. It's, it, it shows on the pic. The picture on the sauce is a sandwich. Except you the know, sauce is on I, top of the sandwich. When I not, say I try it, I don't think I'd go and buy these. No, you could make. Obviously, you can I'd make it at home it. or something. Especially yeah. the wasabi one, I would try. I would not buy that. But have you ever had wasabi? I don't think I have. I just know cars too. He has wasabi and he eats a lot because he is it with sushi? ice cream. Oh, he thought it was ice. Yeah. Some pistachio ice it cream. It was Mater. Oh, Mater. We we really like cars. I'm a big cars guy. No one ever talks about cars, but I think they're hilarious. Movie if three. If you ever want to talk about cars, we can talk. Oh about my cars. cars is. We can do a passion <laughs> episode of <laughs> <over laughs> Pixar <laughs> movies. Oh, yeah, yeah, maybe. Tartar sauce and ketchup. Tarchup. I just I. It's funny that they put these. I, I understand combining the names together, but tarchup, tarchup, wasabi, and hands. Hey, you want some hands? Tartar like, what did you just ask me? Wasabi oli. <laughs> and so that's tartar sauce? I don't think and, I like tartar and ketchup. sauce. No, tartar sauce and ketchup. I think my mom likes... Oh, don't, what do people eat tartar sauce with? Shrimp? Shrimp? 
shrimp, uh, fried fish. Or fried, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah fish. More for, like, yeah. Like a fish thing. Um, yeah, we got some. Clay, Clay, Clay Giltner's wife had some knockoff Chick-fil-A sauce this week. It was pretty good. Yeah, I feel like these are just sauces you can make at home. Yeah, there are posts about how to make cane sauce. I know you're not big in that, but um, I, I saw it again on my Twitter, but I'd seen it before. Cane um, sauce. But yeah, <laughs> I wonder how similar they are to be made. What? Chick-fil-A and cane sauce. Might have to Google that later. Find out. Um, let's see. Do I have one more headline for you? I don't think so. We do need to answer Rajad's questions oh, yeah. after we'll... these headlines. Oh, yeah. All right. That's your morning headlines. Good morning. Morning headlines. <laughs> Good morning. Marco. Good morning. <laughs> that's what 15 minutes of going on Twitter explore will get you. You know, I didn't even go on Twitter, so we could have we done more. But uh, um, if you want What are you talking about, man? You sent a DM in the messages. Today. Oh, I did? 24 minutes ago. Oh, you're funny. Shark boy and llama girl memes mixed with. Yeah, I don't think that was a headline. I don't think I'm sending headlines, but. No, no, no. You're just sending funny tweets like you usually do. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Let's see. Thoughts on. Want to answer Rajat's questions now? Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, thoughts on the NBA trip? He's picking Stipe. All um, right. Seems like he won the first one, so. John Rothstein just tweeted out Marquette is closing in on hiring Texas' Shaka Smart as its next basketball head coach. <laughs> He's running away. He's running away. Shaka Smart is running away from Texas. That's hilarious. That is really smart. That's going to be an emerging story. Shaka Smart. What? That is. He is running away. After winning the Big 12 tournament and getting upset in the. Hey, good. He's going to have a good team there because he's playing in the Big East. Yep. Yep, yep. I, I'm curious to see how. Uh, no, I'm not trying to down the Big East, but we've seen no, what he all. did in a big, big league. When he was at VCU, he did well. Marquette is obviously a much better team, much more, you know, history. You got Dwayne Wade, but um, much, much more historical uh, uh, conference as well. I think I think that'll be good for him. I wonder when was the last time someone went down a job on their own terms? We haven't heard anything of. Texas. That's what I'm saying. I'm waiting. To, I'm curious to see as this, what this what the story will come out of this. Um, if it was a mutual parting of ways between Shaka and Texas, or if it was Texas telling him, "Hey," or maybe it's Shaka wanting to get out of there. Uh, that's going to be interesting to find out. We know a lot of pressure was on him when he was first hired as the head coach there, filling in for now Tennessee's head coach Rick Barnes. I get that right, Rick Barnes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was a lot of pressure going into the hire. Because um, he was there forever. He was there forever. There's a there's always pressure when you get hired by UT Austin, no matter if you're working for the coach managing the softball team, baseball team, I don't know, track team. You want to hear who's at uh, Zach Wilt before we get to Rajat's? That's just a loaded. Anyway, yeah, yeah, go, that. We got to look at that. Go for it. You want to know who's at Zach Wilson's pro day? <laughs> Is it? Um, Let's see. I, I will read I the list. I don't know who NFL draft scout. Who uh, well, I've started following more. I, I like a lot of his stuff. Um, I think he's a Kansas City guy, right? Matt Miller. Yeah, NFL Matt Miller. Draft yep. Scout. Yep. Yep. Uh, the Jets with their GM, head coach, and offensive coordinator. The GMs of Falcons, Vikings, Panthers, Broncos, and Raiders. Right. And the Zach Wilson. Um, Patriots, Titans, and Jaguars have high-level representation in-house. Okay. Falcons also have their GM head coach, uh, offensive coordinator, and 49ers GM is there too. If the Falcons draft Zach Wilson that on the, on day one of draft night, uh, expect them to trade Matt Ryan for a draft pick. Yes or no? Buy or sell? Yeah. Uh before 2017, how high would you draft a quarterback to City year? Hmm? Before before they did it to Mahomes, how high would you draft a quarterback to City year? Did that Late first round, sense? maybe. First I, round. I don't even know. Maybe maybe okay. I'd have to I, I'd have to look back. It does make sense because. Okay. So after Mahomes, when are you going to draft? How high are you going to go? Or is that just still that fallacy? You're not. You're not going to be drafting that first round because mm. if you answer it in a way, okay, looks like it's fair game now. 
then I would say, why not they sit whoever, even though I haven't watched much Zach Wilson, why not they sit whoever behind Matt Ryan? Is that a different story? Is it? It's, we got a live studio audience today. <laughs> they don't know the rules about uh, making noise, but it's fine. Uh-oh. <laughs> whoa, whoa. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, when you give me that look, give I, me that look. You, oh, that, uh, oh um, I put your coffee there. Yeah. That's how you that's how you if you are part of the live studio audience, you too will get a free coffee's on. <laughs> your coffee. And uh, it's with you. Like we say, we well, literally invite say. you to have coffee with us. Yeah, we will provide the coffee. Through the screen or on our seating floor is limited. Yeah. Seating is limited. But you can make your own seat, just like we made this show. You can make whatever you want. Yeah, you're right. Go bring your own chair. Yeah, BYOC. <laughs> All right, Rajat, the moment you've been waiting for. Trade deadline. It was exciting yesterday. It was. You know, it, it broke It was uh, broke records of the most trades. I think it was um, Woj. Ooh, I didn't know about the, that. Woj tweeted it, but I'd seen it earlier from one of these guys, analytics guys who I see a lot of these things. Let me get Woj's tweet. Final tally on NBA trade deadline. 16 trades. 23 teams, 46 roster players. Wow, 46 most, players. Most ever in each category in past 35 years on deadline day. Wow. There were big names who weren't traded, right? Like? I, Renee. Oh, mom, mom's, uh, and, I, mom's, mom. and, mom's and coffee's on. Yes. Uh, Lonzo wasn't traded. What's his name? Raptors point Lowry wasn't traded. Mm-hmm. Laurie, right? Markkanen, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Weaver thinking. I said they kept him and they would... traded Wendell Carter and Otto Porter Jr. Well, we could get into like those people who um, I kind of want a nice list. Where uh, can I find my list of everyone who was traded? Full you do, list. Thank you, do, you. You do NBA trade deadline. NBA.com provides it. Um, I see the I see the Warriors got rid of Wanamaker. <laughs> <laughs> Those were some. There were interesting trades, but uh, uh, did you already say Victor Aladipo going to Miami? I, I haven't said anything. Uh, what are you talking about? You haven't said anything. No, I haven't said anything on the show about uh, who got traded. Oh, you were saying I who didn't said get traded? Players, yeah, you said who didn't get traded? Oh, LeBron didn't get traded. He's safe. He's safe for another year on the. All Lakers. right, I'll take it back. Here's the first trade on the website: Magic trade Gordon to Nuggets. All mm. right, they get big names. They got, oh, here's a fun fact. There's three Garys in the NBA. I don't know if this is true, but I saw it on Twitter. All three got traded. Really? Yes. So Gary Trenton and Gary Clark and Gary Harris. Not Gary mm. Clark, the singer, but. Well, basically, Nuggets got Aaron Gordon um, and Gary Clark, but uh, they got them from the Magic. They gave the Magic Gary Harris, who was a friend of, uh, what's his face? Point guard that I'm blanking on the name. RJ Hampton, their first mm-hmm, round pick. Mm-hmm. And future first round picks. So they gave a lot to get Aaron Gordon. Uh, kind of what Jamal Murray and Jokic, right? Maybe future MVP Jokic. You don't know. But they that's a team that you look at and you think they're a really good team. How can they get better? Made it to the Western Conference no, finals another, last year. There's another team in there that we're going to get to, but I would also include on that. Boom. The Heat got Oladipo. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's good. Didn't seem like you wanted to be in Houston. Give away Kelly Olenek. I feel, bad. I feel bad for Houston's fans on that one because yeah. it's like, what What did you get for James Harden now? That's what happens distracted. when you have the Forrest Gump guy as your owner. Forrest Gump? Yeah. <laughs> no, did I say Forrest Gump? Yeah. Bubba Gump. Bubba Gump Shrimp? Yeah, Bubba Gump Shrimp. Yeah. Is, he's the owner of the Rockets and owner the of Bubba guy Gump who owns The wow. guy who owns Bubba Gump Shrimp. Because he used to have a wow. show on one of these, like, Money shows on the CNBC or whatever. See the one that yells at your face when you need to sell? Ferreira. I don't know. I don't know. That's your, Maybe you're thinking of Shark Tank. He's not on Shark Tank. No, I'm not thinking of Shark Tank. I'm thinking of the guy that sits in, the, mm-hmm. in his, his own studio. Saying. I think and it's he yells at you. Guy. You need to sell this stock. You need to buy this stock. It's like, okay. uh, Celtics had Fournier. Uh, one of my professors from KU, Dr. Stephen Allardi, a psychology professor. He's actually a... NBA analytics guy. He, him, and another guy developed the box plus minus for ESPN. Really? Um, but he, I wow. saw a tweet that said he was big on uh, Fournier. He said Fournier is the best guy to get from the Magic. 
Uh, Evan Fournier. Am I saying Fournier? I don't know how to say his uh, last name. Fournier. Fournier. I would say Fournier. I think he was saying he's better than Aaron Gordon. Get him. You want him. So they shouldn't. So they're well, saying the balls may have slipped up well, with getting. No, not balls. It was. I know, but I'm saying, but, but you're saying the best player on the Magic. Three players from the Magic got traded. You're right. I think he was comparing Fournier and Gordon. Gotcha. I think those are more comparable than Vooch, right? Mm-hmm. Um, well, Magic got Jeff Teague and two future second rounds for Fournier. I think that's not bad. You're giving away second rounds. Mavericks got uh, J.J. Redick. Gave away James Johnson, Wessa Wandu, right? Clippers and Lou Williams. Rondo for – yeah, Clippers and Hawks. Rondo for Ru, Lou Williams. Okay. Hey, he's going to get his Magic City uh, Big trade, big trade. The Nuggets got JaVale McGee. <laughs> no, but here's a good one. Here's a big one, and I kind of like this. Yep. Let's hear um, it. It's the, one of them from the Bulls, and I'll just name, you know, the main one. They got Daniel Tice. Yes. Uh, the Celtics. And I thought that was a good – I think that's good for them. Um, mm-hmm. They got, they got shooters Tice. now. They're adding shooters around Kobe Here, White. Here's the list. Who they got? Daniel Tice, Javante Green, and Troy Brown Jr. Okay. Um, nice. Celtics got Luke Cornett and Mo Wagner. I remember, like a few minutes before that, the Bulls got Mo Wagner from the Wizards, um, and then they gave it to get Daniel Tice, which isn't bad. He was a starting center for Celtics. Right? I learned it's Mo Wagner. Mo Wagner, huh? Well, the Wizards got Daniel Gafford and Ch- Chandler Hut- Hutchison. You said Wanamaker. Uh, Raptors looked like they were opening some some space. I wonder how Kyle Lowry feels about that. I wonder if that wonder if he's okay with staying. In Maybe Toronto. that Drake call helped it. Pistons got a few picks and Corey Joseph. Uh, George Hill is going to the 76ers. Lonzo Ball staying in New Orleans. Fun fact, New Orleans was bought today in history. Mm-hmm. Blazer <laughs> Blazers got Norman Powell. Apparently a very good shooter. I was reading some things. Not the guy uh, from CNN? Trump. No. Norman Powell. There's a Powell. Isn't there a CNN. Norman on CNN or something? Isn't there like a big news anchor named Norman Norman something? No, it's not that SNL guy? Norm something? Oh, uh, maybe. Norman. Uh, Norm, <laughs> guy. Uh, you got big, Norm from Cheers? Big maybe. trade. Uh, that's right. Well, that Blazers one I think is kind of big because that's another team that I would consider as a pretty good team. They aren't that number one, number two yet. Mm-hmm. What can they do to get there? I don't know. I just kind of said the same thing about Celtics. Those are some of those teams that try to make those moves to see if they can get there. And, you know, they gave away Gary Trent Jr., Rodney Hood, two players who played a lot for them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Got Norman Powell, got another shooter. They're telling the 76ers, they're telling the old Rockets, they're telling the Nets, hey, you aren't the only shooters in town. Right? <laughs> we shoot our shots over here. As yeah, well. we do. And then here's maybe the last one I could talk about. Uh, the Bulls, right? Bulls got Vucevic. I think that's a big one. I think that's pretty cool. You weren't here, but Terrell had the pop. We were watching the Zack Snyder cut yesterday, and Terrell had to pause it as he celebrated and danced and yelled around at our apartment at 11 a.m. Mm. He was very excited for that one. So if you want the Bulls insider on yeah. <laughs> that trade, Two thumbs up. I was going, so I was in class, but I had my phone here, and my notifications were saying like six Twitter notifications. And I was like, okay, someone just got traded. Whenever that would happen, I'd go on Twitter, saw that, saw Terrell's tweets. I was seeing some Bulls tweets on my timeline the last couple days. I think that's a good tweet. It didn't seem like he was a big fan of Wendell Carter or Otto Porter. No. um, They gave away those first rounds whenever they are, but... Here's my thing. If they're going to try to make the playoffs this year, I mean, you might as well give away that first round. I think that's what they're giving 2021. As we're talking about him, uh, um, your tweet from my analytics list, I got pulled up on my Twitter. Uh, from the positive res- residual. Positive residual. Residual. Um, it says that Nikola is in the midst of a career high in three-point attempts, but also career lows in rim and free throw attempts. Chicago already has the second lowest free throw attempt rate in the NBA. They were led by Wendell Carter. He's moving to Orlando in the deal. There's hmm. a little analytics. Cool, cool. I think that, I mean, now they got two all-stars on your roster. You just doubled the amount of all-stars on your roster, right? Yeah, you did. And then <laughs> I was you did. They did I mean, they did. Like, that's big going from one to two. Maybe, you know, three to four isn't that big of a jump, but you went from one to two, a franchise that, we know the story. Mm-hmm. We, we know. 
So, yeah, and remember, this year you only have to be a 9 or 10 seed uh, to be in the playoffs this year. I think that'll be big game. because a lot of people said Vucevic literally carried the Magic. All right, let's go so, to the let's go to this. What we got starting tomorrow is the Sweet Sixteen for the NCAA tournament, kicking off or tipping off tomorrow at one forty. Oh, what's up? So just just commenting on Raj. I think we yeah. agree. Bulls, Nugs, Blazers, Heat all got better. I think that'll make for a more interesting NBA. Yep. While we see your Lakers are getting a little more injured. Let's see when uh oh, well. when um Anthony Davis comes back. They think maybe two weeks and then. LeBron might have four weeks on top of that. So we'll see. But if they're going to be a four, I'd say One, two, Lakers three. are Lakers. So you can't count them out if both players are healthy in the playoffs. But the West is going to be crazy, as always. And maybe the East can start being a little little better with the Heat. And maybe the Bulls can do something. But Let's uh, see. Who are the tops? Let's see. Jazz, Sun, and Clippers all remained quiet yesterday. Yeah, Sixers, Bucks, Nets. Yeah, top three teams in you each know, conference. Jazz don't need to do anything. Suns probably felt like they don't. They blew mess out the Nets anything. on Wednesday, man. That was crazy. All right, so All right. NCAA talk. NCAA talk. Tomorrow's four games is Oregon State, Loyola, Chicago. All right. I saw the debate. Is it should we just we there's more than just one Loyola school, but mm-hmm. are they are they deemed as the school if we're gonna say Loyola Loyola, it's gonna be referenced to Loyola Chicago? I don't know. Do they earn the rights to be the top Loyola school? Because you have Loyola in Maryland. Yep. You have Loyola Marymount. I know that. You have Loyola in New Orleans. One so, in California? Yeah, I think Marymount yeah. is in California. So look, I searched Loyola on the first Google page right now. Loyola Chicago's kinda up there. So but, there you go. At, but because I think because of all this, right? Stuff. The tournament. But we'll check. It, we'll get, check in June. Once you get past, people also ask. Here's who you see: Loyola University, Maryland; Loyola University, New Orleans; Loyola Medicine; mm. Loyola University, Chicago; Loyola Marymount. I never heard of Loyola Wikipedia. That must be a new one. <laughs> um, Twelve Oregon State and Loyola Chicago, two teams that have whew, gone against the odds. You know, I say this about Oregon State, not like I watched them and you look at them. It's not like they really got hot. This is what I think they did. They just started playing basketball. They got to their conference tournament. Yeah. They were picked to finish last in their conference. Yeah, regular their season. Coach, they were like nice white hair. He was probably like, All right, guys, let's just start playing this season. Nice and they just hair. started playing. They really did. They beat good teams. Some people some team seasons start in March. And that <laughs> that's Oregon State. They started in March. <laughs> Um, I like Loyola in this one because of what I saw from Illinois. They played the best team basketball that I've seen from a team this tournament against a, a very stout defensive Illinois team. They just took care of business, man. It was the first game Illinois had not led all year, and they held their ground for 40 minutes. Curious to see how um, – oh, what's their, their forward's name? I can't think of his no, name. with the mustache. With you the know mustache. he was there when they made the Final Four. I there you go. That, He's got so. experience. Boom. Um, another reason for them to... I, thank you, Bennett. Them. Thank you. What's Bennett saying? He just said he likes my fade. Yeah. Better than yeah. I was afraid what he would say. Who knows what he's going to say. But uh, awesome. Who do you yeah. like? We're going to stay in Loyola. Uh, we know that Loyola Marymount is in L- Well, we know that now. We were just searching all the Loyolas. Um, but uh, sorry, I'm responding on these comments. No, no, guys. About about our this game. Yes, I agree with you. I think Loyola will win this one. Watch us doubt Oregon State. If they win, here's your stat of the of the day or your first stat for of the weekend. Um, there's only one 12 seed. We said this last time. One 12 seed that's made the Elite Eight. Uh, that's your Missouri Tigers. Ooh, right, Mizzou, 2002. Right. Uh, I think they beat an eight seed to get in. To the Sweet Six, to get in, sorry, to the Elite Eight. Um, and here we have uh, Oregon State playing an eight seed. Let's see if they can join. I think it's really cool to march. It's all about upsets, but then you're getting to the point where mm-hmm. you could be first, second. You could join a very select group of Cinderella's, the actual, that actual story. Well, um, yeah. And-, and that's why I'm picking Loyola. I am a Husky. I'm a loyal Husky. And... Um, <laughs> That isn't just why I think they are a better team. Uh, they, they, I mean, no, it's fine. They're no, a good team, like you said. They yeah. play good team basketball. And so does Oregon State. But the thing about Loyola is, it looks like they've been playing well this season. I think they've only had a few losses. 
They beat the best team in their conference, a team that was undefeated in Drake. They beat them twice. Um, I think they went two and one against them, and their one loss was like by one point. So I think Loyola can get it done. Now, this is an interesting one. Uh, the next game coming up after that one, what I like about these, the way they set up the Sweet 16 is we're going to know the regional final in each region after Saturday. So yeah, Oregon right. State, Loyola, and then Syracuse, Houston both play tomorrow, so we'll know the lead eight for that one. The, fi- the, fi- the regional finals for that one, Villanova, Baylor, Oral Roberts, and Arkansas play tomorrow, so mm. we'll know the, uh, the Elite Eight matchup there. But in the, in the region above Oregon State and Loyola is Villanova, Baylor. Will we see another one-seed upset? I think so. I have Villanova on my bracket moving on past Baylor in this one, um, and it just all goes back to coaching. I think that um, Jay Wright, he's had – He's been he's he's been able to stay consistent in tournaments for just I don't know just for some just for some reason and I just don't have enough enough trust in Scott Drew. Yeah. I think that's where the, I think Baylor may have a better roster than Villanova, but once again, it's March. It comes down to I think coaching and being able to expose his team's uh, weaknesses, and I think Jay Wright can do just that. And so I like the five seed Villanova in this one. Um, I like that. Um. But here's the on the other side. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Baylor's coach Scott Drew, right? Yeah. How many? What did you just say? You don't think Scott Drew? You know, you probably don't think he can do it. He can't out coach Jay Wright. Yeah. Exactly. And how many times have we heard that Scott so Drew? Much. You know, is it can't out coach Bill enough. Self? He co- he cannot out coach Bill Self. What does he do? He beats us. Um, but I guess he beat us right there. there that, right? He he okay. needed yeah. to that time when the- he need yeah. He says he can't outcoach us, and he's been outcoached more times than not by Bill Self. Mm-hmm. He has good teams, and I think he's only made the Elite Eight once or twice. He had that number one team last year, and after they lost to KU, they started losing a few more games, and, of course, Corona came and ended the season there. Um, everyone always talks about Scott Drew. Everyone talks about Baylor. KU Twitter's big on, they're just overrated, not this. I feel like Baylor has that in their head. And they've been playing good basketball these first two days. Granted, against a 16 and an 8 seed or 9 seed, right? Gonzaga's been playing good basketball, mm-hmm. too. That happens. Um, but I think this is going to be a great game, and I think the winner goes to the Final Four. I think they get they beat my next pick um, in that next game. You said Villanova? Yes. Um, I like Villanova. I like Villanova's coach. This this is hard because I'm I'm either or. It's funny. I, if it's not one, I think it's going to be the other. Mm-hmm. So, so um, I no, I love it. That's your, that's the Armand answer. That's of the, the Armand answer. That's no, the Armand answer. Out of tomorrow's games, that's the closest match. Like this, this I is the closest. Is. Ma- this is the closest matchup on paper. I, I, according I according to those is. who hate high seeds winning in the tournament, this is the best game of tomorrow of tomorrow's slate no, based think, on just seeds. I think. Uh, just because I feel like we're going to have similar picks, I'll go Baylor. Hey, guys, no, what do you um, have on your bracket? My actual bracket? Well, yeah, because that's what you would – I mean, that's what you Or my picked. second chance bracket. Uh, your actual bracket. Uh, the coffee's on bracket. Oh, uh, the coffee's on. That one is not a good bracket. That's my worst, and I wish they didn't do that. But, <laughs> yeah, I didn't have either of them advancing. Oh, okay. Well, so, well there you uh, go. So, Baylor then. Baylor on the yeah, second chance I think one. I'll do Baylor. Yeah, on my second chance one, I think I made two. And uh, I had uh, I have Baylor in one or two of my real Final Fours, but um, anyways, I think I don't know. That'll be that'll be big. Claire, I'm in my Z until I die. You know that in my Z has my heart. Kansas has my brain because of institution education. They gave me money. Missouri declined my admission. <laughs> well, their loss. You know uh, what? Without KU, though, we wouldn't have coffees on. So I think I do think it'll be a close game. I think it's gonna go either way. I don't know Villanova or Baylor. Um. But, you know, we'll just stick with that. Next, All right. But the Oral winner, Roberts. Oh, well, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to oh, move on. So there you go. No, go ahead. Do, do the okay. honors. Oral, well, we're, we both are hungry to say Oral Roberts. That's what it is. Because how many times can we talk about Oral Roberts? Not that many times. And here they are, the Cinderella story. Maybe the true they are Cinderella the story. They are the we true Cinderella. We mentioned about Oregon State earlier. Well, there's only been one other 15 seed that made the Sweet 16. Mm-hmm. Florida Gulf Coast coached by the guy who coaches USC now, um, who will be on the Sunday games. But uh, Or Roberts, cool story, Oklahoma school. 
I think Arkansas wins. I don't know how pretty it's going to be. I don't know how. I don't know how close they have or how far. But uh, Arkansas seems like they've just won games, regardless of how they played. They ended up having more points than the other team, and I think that's There's your second Armand answer. And I the think day. that's what's going to happen this game. I don't know if they're going to play good enough to make the Elite Eight. Mm-hmm. But they're going to play good enough to beat Oral Roberts. Oral Roberts has had close games in their first two matchups, averaging three points a win in their first two games, but taking down number two Ohio State and seven Florida on their way to do it. Arkansas, as well as had close games, uh, a close first half against Colgate, but came out and finished that one by winning by 17. The Texas Tech-Arkansas game was close. It's going to be. I think this is going to be a very fun game to watch because of I think Oral Roberts. Is just like is just like Colgate, except I think they're gonna have a better half, second half than Colgate because they've been able to prove that in their okay. first two games. But there, there, that's gonna be one of those games where it's gonna be first half. I think Oral Roberts take the first half, uh, Oral Roberts cover in this one, but maybe take Arkansas cover for the game. Good morning, Grandma Man, Grandma Jana. It is not football time yet. We're still in March. Sweet Sixteen is tomorrow. It's basketball season. Football season starts April, whenever the draft day is, April 24th. Our teams aren't in, but, you know, we'll, we'll still watch. Um, AFL, AFL is you, gone. You said Arkansas, right? Uh, yeah, you Arkansas is going to win this one. But well, I think Oral, I think, ooh, Oral, Oral Roberts, Plays Oral Redenbacher is going to keep it close. That's Orville, isn't <laughs> Orville, it? Orville, yeah. Well, you, we both said Loyola. I'm taking Villanova. You I said me. Baylor. We both said Arkansas. Now you got this last game. Who does Loyola play? Syracuse, baby. Syracuse, Buddy Beheim, the two Beheims. You know, he's like 20. He's like Jim Beheim's like 75 or something like that. Buddy is 22. <laughs> you know, if you if you had struggled recruiting, you got to make your own recruits. And that's what, probably what he said. And guess what? I don't, that's hilarious. We don't know how good they recruit. You know, they've had good players. They've had Carmelo Anthony. They've had Christmas. They had a player named Christmas. Once. They had good guards, all that. One guy made a half-court shot, I remember. Now they got Buddy Bayheim. Speaking of shooters, he's a shooter right there. I like, right where? I like, I, sorry, I like Houston. Um, no, I was going to tell you to show the camera. I thought they had something to prove. Um, Quentin Grimes, KU guy, their coach is a good coach. Uh, they played it too close last game, though. And I think Jim Bayheim, regardless of how I feel about him or Syracuse, um, He's shown that when he's when the odds are against him, he does pretty well. He does better uh, when he's that higher seed. They mm-hmm. made the Final Four when he was a 10 seed. I do want to say he wasn't the coach, though, hmm. when they made that Final Four as a 10 seed. Jim? Yeah. I want to say there was like a... How long ago was this? This was, was, this, was, this, was it when he had his uh, year ban, maybe? It may have been. When he was suspended for the year? Um, you have to look up Syracuse 2016 team. I already did. Maybe it was Jim Bayham. For some reason, I felt like I don't. He, yeah, he I, wasn't. I don't know why. I remember seeing a picture of him. Not a. Uh, maybe maybe he didn't want to be in the team maybe, photo. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm just. I've had too much uh, coffee. Yeah, he up. led. Yeah, led Syracuse to the surprise well, final four. There birth. you go. He's done that. He's been to a few final fours. Um, Syracuse, Houston. I think. I think that'll be also a good game. I think we got some good games. He was suspended in 2015 for uh, half a season. Ha- no, not first nine games. Okay. Um, and they end up making it in 2016. <laughs> Look at so. this. Bayheim had previously stated he would retire in April of 2018. However, in 27, when his son committed to play at Syracuse, he extended his contract. Well, there you go. He's here. Think- He's playing well. You got the other make- Bayheim is making a name for himself. He's shooting well, buddy Bayheim. Um, I just think they get it done. I think the odds are starting to be against Houston. Maybe Houston will prove it. Nah, but they didn't even win their conference. They lo- Wichita State won the conference, whatever conference rules it was. So I, I don't know. But I think Syracuse gets it done. If we yeah. see an 11-12 matchup, by the way, because we said Syracuse-Loyola. Um, so it'll be 11 if we see, Yeah, but if we do see Syracuse-Oregon State, that'll be the biggest um, – Elite eight matchup between seeds, 11 and 12. The biggest before was, I believe, 11 and 9, Loyola and Kansas State. Mm. So uh, this will break that record. If, if, we, if Oregon State does make it to the Final Four, will that be the highest seed to reach the Final Four then? Oregon State, yeah. That 12 I think seed, you've okay. had that 11 seed make it uh, maybe now four or five times. 
Yeah. We could with Loyola being list. the latest one. Yeah, Loyola being the latest one. But uh So there you go. So the first tomorrow. So our upset our big upset pick is obviously Syracuse um in tomorrow's game. So right now the right now I have it as the uh the regional finals and these ones going to be Loyola Syracuse, Villanova, Arkansas. Armand, same thing except for Baylor. Uh, and, and I think uh, if I'm moving on, I think Baylor and Loyola would go on Boom. to and, the final four. And that four. would be your final four matchup. Yeah. So Sunday's games. we got four more games on Sunday. For That's those. right, Lily. Basketball's all day this weekend. <laughs> Sunday, March. <laughs> Creighton and Gonzaga kick it off. Uh, I don't know if Bibbs is still in the group, but that's Creighton's right. his national uh, that's his championship team. That's his team. And so that's a big one for him. Creighton Gonzaga, huh? Do you think they stay in it? Do you think they're a team that you know loses by single you know digits? And, um, I think this is my favorite team thing to say. Oh, it's going to be close first half. Oh, they're going to come back. But uh, I think Creighton will play close first half. I, and I mean, closer than that 10, 12 point first half with Oklahoma and Gonzaga. Um, I think they'll play well for at least 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing that about basketball, especially about Gonzaga, is you got to play better than them for 40 minutes, and no team has done that. Right. I think may- maybe we could go through maybe only two teams that I know have of, have played well for more than 30 minutes, that being West Virginia, their only game that they won by five. Gonzaga's only game where they won by less than 10, and then the BYU game where they were down by 10 at half, um, and I think uh, one of their games against BYU, they won by 10. So those are their two closest games, a 5 and a 10. Um, Let's see. Yeah, Bibbs is the only one in the coffee's on group. If Creighton wins, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven people in the coffee's on uh, bra- uh, bra- tournament bracket challenge mm-hmm. will have lost their na- national champion. That'd be crazy. That'd, that wouldn't just be an upset for Creighton. That'd be an upset for Bibbs. Yeah, yeah, that'll be huge. Um, and if you know Bibbs, he has, just like me, crazy sports takes, but sometimes they end up being right. So who knows? That'll be a crazy upset. That will be a crazy upset if that happens. Grandma Janice says she likes a team that sounds like cheese. And I didn't know which team she was talking about, but she said it's Gonzaga. Is there a cheese? Gorgonzola. That sound- there was a joke about Gorgonzola. Uh... I like that. Let's Gorgonzola. see what sounds like cheese. It's Villanova. I don't think you want to be eating Oral Roberts cheese. <laughs> Syracuse. Um, but uh, maybe Gonzaga. I don't know. Gonzaga. That might not. Gargonzola. That might be, Gargonzola, that might be yeah. the running gag for it. Um, Gouda. Gouda. Uh, yeah. Gouda. Gouda, Gonzaga. When you mix Gouda and Gorgonzola together, what do you, you get? Gonzaga. You get the one seed Gonzaga <laughs> against Creighton. Omaha's basketball team. I hope that's a good game because I want to see a good Gonzaga team. Gonzaga is just a machine, though. And I've said that. I'll believe Gonzaga lose when they lose. And they have yet to meet a team that can really test them. So so we'll see. And it's been a while. So um, let's, let's see. Do we want to pick? I, I mean, I think I'm picking Gonzaga, and I think I will be picking Gonzaga until I'm proven wrong. Yeah, Gonzaga's a um, team. That's why I got winning in this one as well. You know, I think finally they're starting to get a little difficulty in their path not the most difficult but they're starting to get more difficulty so um that game tips off at 110 local time central uh and then the next game will be the number the next mm. number one seed uh in the region below gonzaga and that's florida state michigan I, this is the matchup where i don't know anything about because i can't really say yeah. i've watched you saw you see a comment uh, okay. Well, we're, we could we could just add it in, but no, I agree. I think it's two coaches who are trying to prove themselves at different um, ends of their coaching career. But yeah, uh, and Juwan just got hired. I know different ends of their oh, coaching oh, career. Oh, right? oh, gotcha, exactly. gotcha. You answered it for me. Um, ah, that's a well, play on. That's a double well, entendre. Michigan. Uh, okay, uh, Michigan is Rajat's pick. Friend of the friend of the show. Uh, um, You've heard his name before. You've heard his name before. He asks the first qu- five questions he every day. First five questions. Every if show. not, we get worried. But uh, it's his pick, Michigan. Here's <laughs> Michigan. Um, good team. Pretty good team. They got that guard out, but you know they played. Uh, they played it close for 30 minutes mm-hmm. with LSU. You know the refs kind of got involved, but they ended up winning well. They were the better team. This Florida State team really got business done. Uh, in their first two games. Can't remember how much they won their first game. Last game, Colorado. I thought Colorado maybe proved something. Mm-hmm. They didn't. They did not. 
Um, I'm also I'm I'm split on this as well as that Villanova Baylor game. You know? Yeah. Um, I'm looking at the lines for this one because I didn't even see what. Because I think the team that they're gonna play in the lead A, I think either of them is gonna lose, uh, and not make the final four. But um. So Michigan's only a three-point favorite, uh, or excuse me, two and a half-point favorite as of Thursday. You know, if so I, I said Baylor last game, and see, watch me be wrong on both of them. I'll go with Florida State this one, um, but I think again it's a toss-up, like that Baylor Villanova. Uh, but um, I think I said Baylor Villanova winner will end up going to the Final Four. I say the other thing here: winner of Florida State Michigan, they're going to lose their next game. But yeah. I'll say Florida State gets it done. Uh, I, I have Michigan winning on the bracket, and so I'm just going based on that. That's who I picked when this before before the tournament started. So I'm sticking with it. I like Juwan Howard. Uh, here's my here's my reasons like Michigan's. I like their I like their uniforms. I like Juwan Howard as a person and coach because of the Fab Five documentary. Great documentary. Um, and then I don't know. I got to see Wolverines. them. I got to, I got to see them play in person in the national title game yeah. a few years back. So Wolverines is a cool name. It is. Though. You know. Um, yeah, yeah. So I'm. I, that's why I'm going with Michigan. Go ahead. Well, Arbor, there baby. we go. We'll be other side again. But because uh, I feel like one of those one seeds is going to lose in that four yeah. or five matchup. So. Raj says I picked Michigan because of Juwan Howard. Too. There we go. Perfect. You know, I bud. You know, he did well. This is his second season, right? I think it's his first season. His first season. I think both him and uh, Patrick Ewing started the first. I think it's his yeah. second season. Is it a second? See, I, I, um, I, I have no idea. Yes, it's 2019. Okay, so perfect. Second season. Third. Yeah, second season, yeah. But, uh, third time. You know, that'll be, that'll be good. And, we'll and, the, and, the women, and Michigan's women's basketball is in the Sweet 16 also. Wow. In, in the, what seed are they? There's a big game, UConn-Iowa. I haven't heard of that Iowa girl. Obviously, I know Paige Buker is mm-hmm. the UConn girl. But um, apparently that Iowa, you, the UConn girl is sponsored by everyone. The Iowa girl, Casey Clark, I think her name is, Kevin Durant was posting about her. So I think those are two shooters. That'll be a good game. I actually kind of want to see that game. Uh, it'll be a 1-5 matchup on the, on the women's side. They, but, and uh, they play tomorrow as well. Yeah, Iowa and they, play and they, play, and they start off, and they start off their, their Sweet 16, that Iowa oh, and UConn matchup. Oh, Michigan plays Baylor, huh? So Baylor could could move on on both sides. And this is the women's tournament. Of, the on women. both sides of the tournament. So that's kind of cool. Um, we'll see if Baylor can get it done on both ends. The Texas the Texas Longhorns, uh, they unlike the men's team, they are still riding in the in their national tournament. And then Missouri State, um, the local team. So like usually you got the ones and two seasons. Missouri State seems like they got a good coach. They got a good team. I thought it was cool. They have Missouri a good bat. State, they have a good so. women's basketball program overall. That's good. Um, we'll see. All right. So moving on to UCLA, Alabama. UCLA was the play-in team that beat Michigan State, and they've made a pretty surprising run in the tournament so far. But Bama is, I don't know. I just ever since Armand showed me the analytics side of Alabama, I, I've been, I've just been stuck on them. Yeah, I'm. Uh... I'm big on um, – sorry. Big no, on no. Alabama. I think Alabama wins, and I think they're going to beat – I said Florida State. You said Michigan, whoever it is. I think they'll win. UCLA has showed up, though. But I think Alabama will get it done. See, they just – they've beaten BYU, and they've beaten Abilene Christian. This is obviously going to be You're their right. toughest matchup of the tournament. You're right. Alabama has faced the likes of Iona, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, Maryland. So I think this is this is a ch- this is the first real challenge for both teams in this tournament. So that's very interesting. But I have Alabama beating Michigan in the Elite Eight to go to the Final Four. So that's who I'm sticking with um, in this tournament or in this re- or in this region. So okay, we, yeah, we, I said Alabama. I think they're going to move on. Oregon USC, the seven sixteen. I think that'll be a good game, and yeah. I think that's. I think uh, I don't know what I want to say because now I'm kind of thinking back. I want to say the winner of that will give Gonzaga a hard time. And if it's somehow Creighton, if it's somehow crazy, I think the winner of Oregon USC goes to the Final Four. I think they beat Creighton if if the upset happens. Mm-hmm. So you're saying possible sixth seed in the national tournament? Or, national or seven. Six or seven seed. Well, right now, looking at the full list of odds to win the tournament, USC is in front of Oregon um, 
they're right there neck and neck though with each other so like you said very good game and it shows based off um odds percentages usc is a two and a half favorite um that is the closest line tied with michigan and florida state so we'll get to according to if you're a betting if you're a betting person gambling gambler uh those two games are technically the closest based on line projection uh but looking at odds of winning national tournament right now with the 16 teams gonzaga the favorite baylor is four to one michigan seven to one and then houston rounds out the top four with the nine one favorite alabama coming in at five yeah i think usc will take care i ever just watch the way they down i'm sorry the way they just dominated ku but I know, KU, I know, I know, K, I know, I know, KU fans are like, watch USC come out and be cold from the I, field. I, I mean, I don't think so. Oregon, USC, I think they only played one this once this year. I think one of their games got canceled. Um, actually, maybe they played more. Yeah, one of their games got canceled. So they only played once this year, and USC got it done, one seventy-two fifty-eight um, at home. But that. Okay, so I'm looking at their schedule. Oregon has, uh, in the last 3, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, in the last 15 games, they're 13 and 2. Oregon is. They're 13 and 2? Yeah, they lost to Oregon State. They got in the way of their little Cinderella run Mm -hmm. in the Pac 12 tournament, and they lost to USC. They've beaten good teams like Colorado. They beat Colorado once. They already had beat Oregon State. Uh, they beat UCLA. Um, and they, they beat them well. Then they go to the tournament after that little automatic win against VCU. They showed up against Iowa. I think they're hot. Their coach, not the biggest fan, um, calls the Jayhawks Chicken Hawks because mm-hmm. he is a K-State guy. Dana Altman, I think his name is. But uh, I think he'll get it done. And I think they're going to go to another Elite Eight. Um, and so I think that's how our picks look. Um, Rajat asked a question. He said, will an HBCU ever make the Sweet 16? I saw that. I'm not I mean, I'm not educated. I don't know. I'm I don't know because. That one. Uh, I don't know. I really. I, how do you make the Sweet 16? How Educate do you, me. How do you make the Sweet 16? got to make the tournament, right? Yeah. you got to win your two games. Will an HBCU... How I see it is, you know, that's a group of eight, ten teams. Um, how many of them usually make the NCAA tournament? I don't think if an Ivy League, if an Ivy League, I, I just, I, I just don't, um, I don't know what I'm trying to word. It. I don't so know they, if they, they will. They participate in the Mid Eastern Athletic Conference. They participate in SWAC, the Southwest Athletic Conference. So I and those look. are conferences that you probably won't be better than a 12 seed. Okay, right. Right. It's only maybe if they expand it, either you qualify by winning the conference tournament or the tournament expands. So they got to they got to do a couple upsets to get to the sweet 16. It's going to be just like Oral Roberts. So Will they, they ever make a sweet so 16. This year, the MIAC uh, participant was Norfolk State. OK. SWAC conference participant was Texas Southern. Um, if they are, are they part of the SWAC? If so, then, yes, that would be the team. Yeah, that's the mm-hmm. team that qualified this year. And Grambling State being an HBCU that's in there. Uh, I think Florida A&M in there too. But uh, here we go. The question we were waiting for. But that's how to answer your question. I think we're dropping. This is a good way to end the show with soccer. Yeah, I think soccer. (laughs) Good. We were talking about it, Rajat, that you were going to ask us. And, you know, we didn't watch the game. I got your little Snapchat. I saw our other friend Ryan Kelly was Snapchatting about it. Um, You know, I take it as this, and this is what we were talking mm-hmm. about before we went on and we talked about it last night. It's a friendly. I'm not really big on the friendlies. I also still hold USA at a bar that, you know, is disappointing that they didn't make the World Cup, but I still expect them to win 4-1 against Jamaica. Um, don't know anyone on Jamaica. I did see a picture of this one Jamaica player who looked kind of big, so I don't know if they're getting a little better. But, you know, you're looking at who scored. Dest, right, a European guy. He's at Barcelona, right? Aronson. Is he at one of the Red Bulls, I think? Yeah, I I'll, I'll do the Googling. State. I'll do the Googling. Brendan Aronson. Uh-huh. Um, you can just look at who scored the USA game. Gotcha. And that's a guy, Sebastian Legit. Um, I'm trying to think why I heard of him. I, I had heard of him. Yes, recently. he's with Yeah, he's with Red Bull Salzburg. Okay. 
Salzburg, huh? So that's Austria, I think. Yes. Um, and that's coached by U.S. guy. I really like him. And the other one, Sebastian Lecce. I, I've heard the name. LOL. I just typed in LLE, and he first came up. He's with the Galaxy, yes. Oh, Galaxy. How old is he? 28, huh? Older guy. But, um, hey, you need an older guy. You know you what? Maybe guy. maybe that works. Uh, well, that kind of diff- goes away from what I was going to say, these younger guys. But uh, good win. 4-1, that's what you expect. I'm looking at their shot, 28-9. Again, I didn't watch, so I can only look at the stats. Looks like they controlled the game. They were up 2-0 before Jamaica scored, so they scored two more goals. I think it was that Dest or Aronson goal I saw, Raja. Um, That was really good. Uh, I think one, I think the Dest goal, someone's goal was a pass from Josh Sargent. Mm-hmm. You know he's from Missouri. I did not know that. Okay. He plays in Germany. St. Louis? Uh, I think he's, he might be from Springfield. Okay. I think he played in, probably played in St. Louis, but I think he's kind of in the, in the central Missouri. Gotcha. Um, well, it looks like they controlled the game. 28 to 9 on the shot, 70% possession. They doubled their passes. Pass accuracy, 86%. They played well, and that's what I want to see from the U.S. But on the other end, Rajah, we got Olympic qualifying. Mm-hmm. Um, and how that works, for those who don't know and those who are kind of interested, for North America, they have your eight teams, two groups, and then two teams from each group advance. Mm-hmm. You got your semifinal games, Group A winner against Group B runner-up, and the vice versa, Group B winner against Group A runner-up. Mexico won Group A, U.S. got the runner-up. You got to win your semifinal game, and you're into the Olympics. U.S. hasn't been in the Olympics since not 16, not 12. I think 2008 maybe they made it gotcha. to the um They made it to the Olympics. I remember when, when was it Mexico that beat Netherlands and... In an uh, Olympic in a gold match game, maybe Mexico Netherlands was a uh, a World Cup game that was kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. But was that the flop from Giochini from Casey? Mo- yeah, you remember that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was that was that was a good Mexico team. It was Ochoa, good goalie. They lost by a penalty. That 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 kind of sucked. Um, Sorry, I kind of threw you off though. But, I was just remembering those. No, that, those no, games. that was a good game because. That was a good Mexico a good team game. that could have advanced far. Mm-hmm. Um, that's cool. I didn't know that guy's from KC. Uh, yeah, McKenney's. I love McKenney. Uh, first time I saw him, it was that Gold Cup match a few years ago. First time I saw him on my computer screen. You know, Pulsich was on the team, and, you know, everyone knew Pulsich, but I'm like, oh, they're giving this McKenney guy the captain. He really took that captain to heart. And ever since then, I was like, listen, everyone wants to talk about Pulsich, and we know how great he is. We'll see where he moves on. If he moves on from Chelsea, hopefully he better stay in mm-hmm. Europe. If he doesn't, I'm calling him. But uh, McKenney's, McKenney's a baller. McKenney's <laughs> also that guy. Um, of course, all these guys are really good. Adams, uh, what's his name that we mentioned? Sergino Des. Just got some good guys. Like the Dortmund guy, uh, Gio Reyna. But um, McKenney's the real deal. He's real good. And he, I love that he's playing well in Juventus. I love that Perlo <laughs> is his manager. I know Perlo was a different type of midfielder. I wish Nico was in here to, t- to talk about it, maybe educate me more on my favorite player. Right. But I love that he's the manager for McKinney, another midfielder. Kind of maybe make him into the American uh, Andrea Perlo. That would be – come on, that's, that's the best. <laughs> that's goal. But uh, we'll see how this immense Olympic qualifying is. Um, Raj – They'll be playing Honduras, who makes the Olympics a lot. So there you go. We'll see. Raj, I, I, my short, quick answer: that Jamaica game against uh, that the U.S. had yesterday had as much meaning as a chess match that me and Armand had a few weeks ago. I'm waiting until June 3rd when they actually play a meaningful game against Honduras in the Concacaf Nations League semifinal. And yes, I'm reading straight off Google, but that's what's <laughs> so great about Coffee's on is that while he's talking, I can Google stuff and learn about. It. So I can tell you right now. Uh, Northern Ireland on March 28th and Switzerland on May 30th. I ain't watching because I'm watching. I'll watch the June 3rd game against Honduras when it actually has some meaning. When it actually has some meaning to it. Mm-hmm. But I think that right there. Um, we didn't go 90 minutes, but we went <laughs> uh, 61. And we went so 61. 60. What? Yeah, you're right. We went we 60. We didn't go 90 minutes, but we went 60 minutes. We, we got to get subbed we, out now. We did some extra time. Yeah. So we gotta get stuffed out now. Hey, yeah. that's good. Yeah, we would be getting stuffed out. Yeah. Um, but anyway, back uh 
I thought that was a good way to slide into the weekend, though. A little soccer talk, because we definitely wanted to talk some soccer. We are producing more podcasts onto the uh, Spotify channel. led Switzerland team. Wow, Rajat. Stop. No, stop. Just stop commenting. <laughs> Zlatan-led Switzerland team. I don't even know what that means because I thought he me. played for Sweden. News to me. Can you do a late international transfer like that? You cannot, no. Okay. That's actually a story with Benzema. 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 I sound... Benzema. Benzema. Kareem Benzema. Um, France. Apparently him and the France Federation don't look good, which... Mm. Benzema is a great player, but he hasn't been on the French national team. So a couple of years ago, someone said, hey, just release him. Let him play for Morocco or whoever because mm-hmm. you're wasting it. He's a top player. I also had another guy, Nasri, Samir Nasri, another guy who has heritage from Africa, probably Morocco or Algeria. And I don't know what's wrong with the French Federation uh, that they don't see eye to eye with some of these top players. But uh, Raj, I'm going to get this guy some butter because you got him going on a roll now. Um it's his fault. It's his fault. It's all right. Um, like I said, we're on Spotify now uh, for podcasts. You can check us out on Anchor. Uh, copies on with Marco and Armand. I got to change the banner because uh, it still says Armand and Marco. But we will be um, producing some more podcasts. We're excited to be starting a new project called The Passions Pit. Um, we'll be dropping an episode this weekend about the World Cup, actually. Um, and some of the controversies that go into the 2022 World Cup with Qatar. You're right, Rajat. Zlat, uh, Zlatan. Look what he says. Zaydan, right? Algerian guy. Thank you for tuning in on this Friday. We will see you Monday after some Sweet 16, after a Sweet 16 weekend, and then Elite Eight. Elite Eight starts Monday. Monday and Tuesday. I love March. All right. We'll Have a good weekend, guys. Thank you to our live studio audience for being here, as always.